and you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio. And tonight we're talking guns, we're talking gats, we're talking straps, self-defense, master in the house. We got the king himself, Jada Shooter. How you doing, King? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Oh man, I'm, I'm living, bro. Life is good. How about you? How's man, the I'm good, man. Today was a busy day, but the family's good, man. The family is straight. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad to be here with you, man, in front of your people. So oh, let's chop God, it up. Man. Let me see that, that hoodie, man. Are those bullets? Yeah, those are bullets, man. This is from a guy, um, MD Arsenal. That's over in Maryland. That's a, That is the, I mean, uh, a black-owned gun range over there um, in the Hagerstown. town. Um, so I support the brother. He's he's outstanding brother, man. He's uh, not only in, just into guns, but he's also a very intelligent um, IT professional as well. So, you know. Shout out to that brother. I did not know yeah. they had black-owned uh, gun ranges either. Yeah, they do. They do, man. They got like uh, at the moment about three across the nation. So, you know, I'm all a part of that effort to, you know, do whatever I can to help, you know, spur that movement with, with my FFL course, you know. But this brother here, he's 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 already been in the game. What's Absolutely. an FFL? A federal firearms licensee or a federal firearms license. Okay. So what you got to do to get that, to, to be able to teach that course? Um. Well, you know. Uh, for one, you, you might want to get the license. You might want to understand what the process entails. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of documented the process along my journey as, you know, as an FFL. And I wanted to make sure that we we kick down that door and break those barriers and, and put more of us in our community as um, licensed gun dealers. So that's why I created the FFL-elite.com course. Okay, so let's let's take it back a little bit. Yes, sir. Um, let's do it. Your, your first experience with gun, with a gun, what was that like? Man, my first experience with a gun, um, I tell a story, man. Um, my grandmother had that, that 22 with the pearl handle. Oh, you ain't tell me we was sipping wine, man. I could have got my wine. Come I'm, on, about to, I'm about to call out for some wine. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Hey, you got some. Yeah, absolutely. Call. That's dope. You know. Indeed. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Um, so first, I'm going to tell this story. So my okay. grandmother with that pearl handle 22 that's been sitting in that same um, chest, chest drawer, probably for the last 30, 40 years before I touched it. You know what I mean? And here I come, you know what I mean? I come pick it up like, what's, what's this? What's them little bullets right there? You know, um, what I now know today is I, as I recollect my memory, that was, that was a 22 long rifle bullet. Uh, but they had been in that gun for so long that they had rusted or something happened, man. Um, so as I pointed it at my hand and pulled a trigger, it didn't go off. <laughs> Thank God it didn't go off, right? Right. <laughs> so uh, that was my first experience with a gun. Um, obviously, it wasn't my last. But, uh, you know, what was, what was funny about that, the first round didn't go off. The second one didn't go off, you know, as I'm, as I'm a 10, 11-year-old kid kind of playing with playing with a 22. Mm-hmm. I go out and I'm in a backyard in a, in a suburban neighborhood, and I pointed across to shoot at the, uh, the shed of the, of the neighbor across the ditch. And I shot. I don't know where it went, but it, you know what I'm saying? It didn't hit nobody, obviously, but uh, it didn't hit the shit either. So I was a terrible shot. <laughs> but I'm just keeping it real, man. That's my first experience with a gun. You know what I'm saying? After that, I put it back down and never touch it again. Really? You you just stopped after? Wow. Yeah, I stopped after that, man. I was like, man, you know, eh, I don't like that gun. You know, it was a little, it, it, was, it was, I wish I could. You know what? I'm gonna ask her if she still got that gun today. I would get it refinished and refurbished or something. I'm gonna ask her. I would ask her, and that would be dope to do too. I that mean, would be dope. I, that's I a, that's a great story. Time. Aren't in there either. Oh, they, they probably are. they probably are. The shell casings from when I shot it, they probably still are there. And the ones that didn't work, <laughs> they're still there. I can guarantee you. <laughs> that's okay, funny. so fast forward to you going to the service. Yes. Which, which branch were you in? Army. 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 And thank you for your service. Hey, it's a pleasure to serve. What, what did you do in the army? Man, I started out as logistics, man. You know, I, I, I was one of those guys, man. I was very nifty as a teenager, man. I could always figure something out, find something, sell something. I, I thought I could sell, you know, water to an ocean, water to a fish. Um, so logistics kind of came natural. But uh, mm-hmm. when I entered, I did that for 10 years. Then I, I figured out, man, this ain't, it could pay on the outside, but it's not going to absolutely pay the best. Mm-hmm. So um, I luckily got sent to a, what's called a military intelligence unit um, over in Europe, in England. Mm. And it opened my eyes up to that world. Like, wow, these guys are supporting these national agencies and they're doing this cool stuff. Um, so I, I challenged myself to 
changed my job and I did. And I became a military intelligence specialist doing signal analysis and foreign disclosure and some cool stuff. So I changed my job to that. Sounds very James Bond-ish. I'm, I'm scared to ask a follow-up yeah. question on that one. No, no, go ahead, man. I mean, like I said, I worked in foreign disclosure, so I know what I can and can't say. So it's all so good. What exactly, like, are you like literally like doing spy shit or is it like, I don't know, drone type of shit? Or both? Well, you know what, man? Um, So there are a lot of different skill sets mm-hmm. in that industry from, you know, um, from from dealing with maps and geography, you know what I'm saying? Uh, geological um, work, there's like I said before, signal analysis, there's human intelligence, human, where you actually in the field and you go out and you're interacting, um, doing um, counter intel. You know what I mean? Uh, there are intel analysts that sit in the office. And this is stuff that we need to know because I didn't know nothing about this. And I right. guarantee you there's a lot of us that don't know. But there's the intel analyst that writes reports, just like a news, just like news uh, reporters write, write news articles. Right. There is a whole nother side of the house that writes specifically for us audiences. You know what I mean? Um, but they're, they're just not our audience. They're for the audience that can have that information. It's classified. So there's, there's a lot of different, different areas, man. Foreign disclosure. I was in charge of making sure that the proper stuff got to the right people, coalitions or bilateral partners. And that's kind of what I did. I spent majority of my time doing that, just working with coalitions from NATO to, you know, um, and other, other, other coalitions. I won't be too specific. That's some real shit, though, bro. Oh, yeah, it's, it's real, man. Yeah, it's definitely it's, it's it's real. It's 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 very deep. I'll tell you that. Wow. Dep- depending on my, depending upon your focus. Now, it's not just this big wide thing where you're doing it mm-hmm. across the world. Mm-hmm. Depending on where you work, you have a different focus. I was in European right. command, so obviously I focused on the stuff that's in Europe. So if I was still there, this Russian Ukraine thing would be very popping. It would be the primary thing that everybody focus on every single day. You focus on, you know. Should, focus we on doing, are, are, should we be doing more? I'm just curious your thoughts. Uh, that's not. I don't want to give a, an opinion on that. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's not. It's not my place. I feel you on that one. Um, at what point did you decide? You know what? I love guns. I really want. I want to help other people understand guns better. Uh, it's for me. It wasn't un- helping people understand guns better. I like. I'm a gun enthusiast first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also someone who has a very entrepreneurial mindset. Mm-hmm. So my focus was. How can I take this and transition it to something where um, we can we can show more uh, of us in this industry and normalize us in this industry and change the narrative that is national, you know, change that, nat- that, that national narrative when it comes to a black man with a firearm and be a representative for that accountable, responsible individual. Um, you know, like I said, just take back, take back what's been presented and, and is continually perpetuated to the media and to us where we're afraid to have guns because we're, 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 we're almost afraid of what's going to happen. And the only way we know how to buy a gun is to go to that person in the community that's selling that illegal firearm that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wanted to be a face to say, ah, oh, man, it is cool to be a gun dealer, a licensed gun dealer, a federal firearms licensed gun dealer and to do it legally. Oh, I can, I didn't even know silencers were, were legal. You can have silencers. Wow. I didn't know that either. Wow, just what I'm saying. I get that all the time because I know, I know what people come to me and say, "Man, I didn't know you can have a fully automatic. How do I? How do? Can, can you do mine like that? No, I can't do yours like that. You don't have the proper licensing. But if you're interested in not only having a machine gun, if you're interested in actually having a business mm-hmm. and educating yourself in the community, then I'm your guy. Come reach out. I'm gonna get you educated, and we're gonna make sure the information is available to you. So, so that we can set you up properly. You got to have for different there, there are. gun ownership. Absolutely, absolutely. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. it's nine, it's nine different type of videos, and yeah. I see I see people with, with silencers, and I'm like, man, I sure thought that shit was illegal. Yeah. So I, you know, I use that kind of, you know, more so as a, you know, the silencers and whatnot, and and the, and the machine guns. It's more of a honey, honey, honey pot style approach to getting people to pay attention. I mean, social media, is social media, right? Yeah. Um. You know, um, and people pay attention and then they want to ask more questions. And that's when you have that's when you get the opportunity to educate. If I was just out there trying to educate people, nobody pay attention. But because I'm out there shooting guns and, and making it look cool, people pay attention. So then now you get a chance to educate the people. Yeah. And that's just how this is how. To, yeah. You make it look cool. You absolutely make it look cool. No, nah, I appreciate it, man. 
since we own that, I'm going to get to one of our videos. And for the people out there tuned in, I can't play the audio because you got some dope-ass music behind it. But, you know, they'll flag the channel for that. However, Absolutely. Um, I think the first one we're going to do, I want to say you're shooting at some targets. All right. Can you see Why are you doing that? I'm, I'm a, yeah, like I said. Why are you doing that? I'm going to order my wine real quick. Hold on. That must be nice. <laughs> Who sets up the targets? You do? Uh, at this particular range, this is at mm-hmm. now. This is at another. This this is a very interesting young man. Uh, his name is uh, G Nine Rambo on um, Instagram. He's a young twenty four year old um, African American male. His his parents are from like uh, from the islands. Um, very qualified, very educated father who you know does does a lot of cool stuff. Uh, he's a trainer. I won't say who he used to work for, but a uh, very interesting situation. Um. That land is their land. Their family owns 40 acres, and he built a um, private gun range on his land. Uh, it's oh. very inspiring. Very inspiring. That's dope. And the young lady yeah. who was shooting, who was that? Oh, that's my wife. That's what I thought. Um, that's, my, that's my beautiful queen, man. Um, you know, thank God, man, she's, she's now into the farms as well, and she is, she is doing an outstanding job learning. For the last six months, she's been out here learning and um, just taking it serious. And uh, really wanting to become very proficient at the craft, so it's it's a blessing to see her grow. So this is she's just been shooting really for six months. You serious? That's it. She, she never wanted anything to do with a farm before then, and now six months in, she she's motivated. She's excited. She wants to learn everything she can, and uh, about you know how to handle handle them properly. Yeah. And she she wants the big she wants to shoot the big stuff and she wants to control it. She's mad at when she can't. So yo, that's crazy. So so let me say let's let's say I want to take my wife to the range. I want to get her her first gun. She does she hates guns. What would you recommend I, I have her shoot the first time? I would say a twenty two uh, a Glock forty four a Glock forty four which is a twenty two long rifle. Um, not that not that my grandmother's twenty two with the pearl handle, but <laughs> it's not a revolver. <laughs> Um, but, but the uh, Glock 22 is what I purchased for my wife and my daughters. And mm-hmm. I teach them on that first. And once they get the fundamentals down, I mean, you can even, you can even be honest with you. I can even rail it back and say, let her not shoot anything first. The very first thing you could do is put her on what's called a cert gun. Um, and that's, 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 you can find a trainer local to you. They'll all trainers have a cert gun and they can come and teach you the fundamentals before you get to the range with a, with an actual cert gun and uh which is not a real gun sometimes it's, it's an airsoft gun and she can get the experience and get the get the real lifelike uh feel before she ever get to the range so it's not a surprise to her out there the first time okay okay that, that's what i recommend that's our not a gun first put her on a cert pistol um and let her get the training first okay um and w- what is the most important lesson that you teach someone when they're learning to shoot um have a white belt mentality uh-huh. white belt mentality and what do you mean by that a white belt mentality means uh be willing to learn okay be coachable okay listen to the person that's teaching you okay. um you know what i mean just just that's that's the most important thing for them if they if they have a white belt mentality then the whole experience is going to be a much better experience for them. Uh, about, about three weeks ago, maybe four, I took a couple out who's never shot before. Mm-hmm. And and when I tell you, um, he's my mentor, by the way. Um, his wife did such an amazing job shooting. She's so excited to get back out there now because it was her very first time. I took the time, trained her properly. Mm-hmm. Um, she did an outstanding job to the point that uh, the targets that we were shooting at is is this right here? This this whole you know he has his own targets. She was hitting the targets. If I can go right here, she was literally hitting inside the bullet oh. from from five yards away. Her very first time shooting, literally right. hitting inside the bullet. We were shooting at these bullets. That's how good she got the first day just by having that white belt mentality and listening to me as I was teaching her and coaching her. Do this, change this, lean forward. Uh, your grip. Make sure you use proper grip. That's going to help your recall, uh, your breathing, shoot on your exhale, you know, just this little small tips. And as soon as I saw the, saw her do something, you know what I mean? Um, just, just getting her to that right stance. And it's just after, after a while it becomes muscle memory. Yeah. 
Yeah. Who's yeah. who's easier to to, to teach? Men or women? Women, to be honest with you, because so. yeah, they they they're natural shooters for some reason. Naturals. Hmm. I yeah. don't know if I if I should be proud of that or scared. Yeah, I think you probably should be. Uh, look, I sleep with 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 <laughs> one eye open every night beside my wife. You know, let me make sure she ain't paying. Make sure she ain't paying attention to me right now. I sleep with one eye open, man, because you know she's getting good, and I'm scared. I don't want to piss her off too too much, you know. I don't, don't want to make him. I want to make him mad. I'm st- I'm still tripping over the six months thing. I just, it's just just not really. Bad. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is, man. It's 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 unbelievable because I never thought I'd be here to this day to, um, to to witness her touching a gun, let alone shooting fully automatic five sevens. The the only one that ever exists in this whole world. Because you know, because go ahead. What's the perfect gun? The perfect gun. I, I'm not going to let you gloss over that, although you didn't know what I just said. Let's back up. 5.7. FN 5.7. So that, that's a very popular firearm. Mm-hmm. So my company created the very first fully automatic 5.7 that is the only one in the world that I know of. So, I'm trying to yeah, that, that, that one right that, there. That's, right that's, there. That's, that's that one right there. Yep, yep. yep. Fully automatic. So you would never, you can search high and low on YouTube, um, wherever Instagram, you would not find another one of those. Your company made this one. Yeah, we we converted it. We converted that, Mister Mister uh, Mister Wilk, the gunsmith, and also that one right there. That is a Desert Eagle. We're the first company to convert a fully automatic Desert Eagle. That's crazy. Yeah, it's what, crazy. what's the recoil like on that? Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> very, very much so. So you're a fan Very of switches, so. then, I'm assuming. I am a fan of legal, uh, you know, SOT-licensed individuals having switches. Very much a fan of that. Yeah, because apparently that's like the wave in the streets now. Well, now you, you know, got people that um, couldn't shoot in the beginning that are even worse with a gazillion bullets. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um like I said, man, I, I, I'm a big proponent against switches being as now I am a, um, I am, you know, I think they should be legal. You know what I mean? Um, but in the right hands, you know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get into it too much, but I, I think in the wrong hands, they are, they can be very dangerous. You know what I mean? Cause, cause it takes a lot of training. I shoot them a lot and it takes a lot of training to, to be accurate with them. So do I think everybody should own one? Absolutely not. Absolutely not, um, because I understand. I understand how, um, but I do. I do think that you know they should be should be legal. But I think that we we want to be careful about the training of the individual that has them. And and in my case, and where I stand right now as an SOT dealer, I want to make sure that the individuals who have them are have the proper licensing to have them. That's very important to me. So that's why I created a course to show people. What's that piece in the front of it? What do you call that? Like the, the piece in the front handle. Not on, not on the one on the top. And let me go back a little bit. Oh, you're talking about that foregrip, the foregrip at the okay. bottom. No, you grip. Yeah. So that's that's necessary because the 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 50 Action Express, the 50 AE Desert Eagle, is such a powerful round that mm-hmm. if you you shoot it one time, it literally it can it can pop itself back. There's a lot of uh, videos on YouTube of people shooting them and not holding, not understanding how to hold the gun properly, especially a Desert mm-hmm. Eagle. You want to make sure you 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 have the right grip, and they're almost hitting themselves in the head with it. Um, after pulling the trigger, shooting one round. So let alone, can you imagine what is what it's like when you're shooting eight rounds? That'll get away from you. That it, it can get away from you, and it can pop back and be very dangerous. So you have, have you that foregrip. No, because no, there's no there's no fully automatic Desert Eagles out there. There's only two now. We had the first one, and uh, Edward Sarkisian has the second one. Yeah, like Royal Nonsense created by Royal Nonsense. Two. Yeah. Only two in the world. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus we hey, we out here making trends, man. We out here making trends. Like how, like so you just sitting at home like, okay, gun A, I wanna I wanna turn this into that. 
<clears throat> you you and your garage doing this, or you got a whole team that that designs it and figures it no, out? No, um, I have an office in Fairfax, Virginia, and we kind of mm-hmm. we do a lot of our operations out of there. Um, we uh, so first of all, let me back up, Mister Mister Wilk, who's the gunsmith. He is a licensed gun dealer. No, sorry, he's he, uh, he's a licensed gun dealer. But sorry, he's a he's a trained gunsmith. He went to the Pennsylvania Gunsmith School. So big shout out to um, P- PGS. Pennsylvania Gunsmith School. They they trained him well, and he was a stellar star student at that at that at that uh, training center. And um, so he he literally makes parts out of thin air. He he thinks of it. He it's like a, it's like an algebraic equation. He he solves the problem. And after that, we we have history made. And he's done it twice. He's on a roll, and we have a few more projects in the line to uh, for him to convert and create a uh, create some very some some very new things that's never been seen. That is crazy. Yeah, so we got patents coming in the future. Um, we got patents coming for you know uh, we'll be selling parts kits and we got a lot of lot of lot of big plans that's coming coming very soon. Yo, that's fucking dope, bro. Yeah. Like, don't nobody else tell you today or tomorrow or in a week, man. I'm proud of you. Man, I appreciate you. Appreciate you, brother. Oh man, appreciate you. Somebody got to do it. Somebody got to do it, man. You know, yes. I mean, is yeah. Because we need guns legally in our communities. I, I like that word legally. Absolutely. Yeah, um, and and for the brothers and sisters that may have had some shit in the past go wrong in life and you caught a felony, don't count yourself out because there are still ways that you may be able to retain uh, gun ownership or reclaim it, should I say. And there's a, there's a, what was the name of that, that page that you gave me? Which page? Uh, the, the brother that helps uh with felons to be playing oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. absolutely so that's um what is this last name felons with firearms if you look on Insta, uh, instagram or um youtube if you just type in felons with firearms um good buddy he reached out to me today actually he will um he will help you get your gun rights restored if you found yourself with a felony and he's, he's not out to all felons he has he has a he has a he has a Strict policy. You you do any crazy stuff, touching you know little kids or anything crazy, he ain't helping you. Understood. He has he has a more he has a moral code. You know what I'm saying? He he this ain't the same for all felons. Absolutely, I, I'm with you on that one. Okay, so yeah, he had a non-violent you know situation. He'll help you out. Yeah, it's crazy. Like some dude, seen and totally irrelevant, but I seen some dude said he'd spent ten years in the joint for shoplifting. Uh, what do you say? A coat and three other silly ass items like come on bro like you you missing a big part of the story you, you're gonna have to be honest don't come to the man with no bullshit please just mm-hmm. have to throw that out there um right so in 10 years where do you see the company <sighs> man this is it's hard to forecast that far in the future mm-hmm. when there's so much going on right now <laughs> is that a good it's, thing or a bad thing no, it's 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 a, it's a it's a good thing. It's it's so much going on right now at this very moment that in ten years I have, man, that's a good question. What do I see in the ten years? <sighs> well, we come back. To I never, point. I never, no, I never stop. Let let the pregnant pause be there. I think sometimes it's necessary. Okay, I'll take a sip. There you go. And I gotta check on my. Hold on, one second. <laughs> oh, and, and, and while he does that, I do need to let y'all know that we are sponsored by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still, but y'all already know that. Man, tap in with the family. They got some dope-ass gear. Um, make sure you look them up. That's M3S3 Clothing, and I am Jobs, and this is Intellectually Petty Radio. I forgot to do that in the beginning. I got this other video, too, um, and I want to say this is your queen. What is that? That's her. That's the holding? queen. She's holding my um my my Century Arms C39 V2 um, AK47 pistol that was converted to a um you know machine gun uh, with a Wolverine PBS1 silencer on there. Wait a minute, so that was a handgun at one point? No, that was a, a AK pistol until I converted into a machine gun. Okay, like I didn't even know they had an AK pistol. Yeah, it's just it's just a, it's it's considered a pistol because it's a smaller barrel and it has a brace rather than well it has no brace or a brace um for a for a you know I would say stock 
or a brace on there. Okay. Now, what's this she's, she, she's got? That is a um, IWITS-12 shotgun. One of the best shotguns in the world, I think. I love it. So how many uh, shells does that hold? That holds uh, 15 shells, five per tube. Um, if you see her left hand holding that little thing at the bottom, that is right. that is a uh, that's a little a little tube that pretty much um, you can rotate it, mm-hmm. and it'll transition um, to to feed five more rounds into the into the chamber. So is that like automatic? No, it's not. Okay. All right. And what's this she got right here? That is a Gucci Glock. That's what you would call a Gucci Glock. Wow. Jesus Christ, man. That's ridiculous right there. So that's right there. Pause that. So that right there is is my brand. That is my AR platform. So I have my own AR. Um, so that, 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 one, that particular one right there is a CF2 AR platform. Um, and I've I've had that. Um, it's a prototype. I haven't put it out there to the public yet, mm-hmm. but I will be very soon. So how many guns do you have that are yours? At the moment, well, man, that's, that's a little di- different question as a, as a manufacturer because every time we convert a um, another manufacturer's gun into a machine gun, and technically that's yours. But outside of that, um, how many guns that are mine? Just the AR at the moment, but I just sealed a deal on another project that'll be coming forth. I can't even speak on it; it's too early. But it's going to okay. be a dope project, and you will see it very soon. So I'm that project, I'm very, show. I'm very. A TV show, man. It's funny because um, big shout out to Michi X. She reached out to me. I got to figure out, figure out some time to actually mm-hmm. even consider pursuing something like that. It's, yeah, uh, I need a little bit more stability and organization. To be able to take on that, that undertaking, and I don't, you know, just my two cents. What I would really love to enjoy is this right What's here that? on a show, but in, on a, on a, on a bigger scale. Like, yeah, you know, combining the athleticism with the with the 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 the, the uh, accuracy, the whole nine, and man, like I think you could really, you know, make a really good one out of that because I enjoy watching this shit, and I'm not really an yeah. enthusiast. Right. Right. Yeah, it's it's super fun, man. I mean, it's it's fun, but it's the it's the nation prepared to it's the it's the nation prepared to see that. So it it, it all depends on what platform that I'm gonna be on to be able to do something like that. I mean, they got axe throwing shows. They literally have a a a, a fucking yeah. I don't know a, a a bunch of teams of dudes that throw axes at bullseyes. Why yeah, that? yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. I mean, I got you. That's that's definitely an axe at a bullseye. Um, but you know what? Let me let me say this. Let me shout out to the guys, uh, Guns Out TV. I know they are in the process of regaining their TV deal, and that would be mm-hmm. a really dope opportunity for them to get back and and be that voice. And those guys are outstanding, man. Sure, Michael and John, uh, with Guns Out TV. Um, those guys are the right individuals to <laughs> who have the time and the skill set and the and 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 the vernacular and, and and all the great ideas and those guys are they are the future when it comes to to what they're doing man they they're phenomenal so if I mean, you don't know them you go follow them and when I tell you it's exciting to watch them move and one thing I, I've noticed man is that you're big on promoting other people and I respect that completely let me right. ask you this though when they send you a product when they, if they send you a product that you don't like you keep that to yourself or do you also, Hey, you know, you sent it to me. I, I did a video. It didn't work out all that well. I'm still going to put it on there. Uh, that's a, that's a good question. I had to pull a video down cause I did a live with a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, matter of fact, his products right here. I'm not going to be too specific of what this product is, but this is a new one that was sent out and um, I couldn't finish the review because I wouldn't be able to do it in good faith. That would benefit his company. Oh. So in that case, wow. I had to wait until he went back to the drawing board and make the make the changes. And now that he's made the changes, I can go back and I, I can go back out and review the product again. He should give you some money for that. 
Because that yeah. wouldn't happen with everybody. Like some people are just gonna review the product as the product. Yeah. And to to keep it a buck, a negative review is probably more popular than a positive review. Nah. Uh I, not I, for I, that person, but yeah, the yeah, not for person, them. Yeah. 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 Right, the average right. person wants to see some negative shit over some positive shit. When, Correct. That's that's that that's way. that's a problem sometimes, man, when it comes to yeah, that's a problem, unfortunately. You know, you click on your YouTube and you see more negative than you do positive. It's like, man, I just want to toss the whole damn phone out the window. So, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, that's America, though, bro. And and, and the world to, to a, a smaller factor, I guess, you know. Um, for different scenarios, there have to be better guns. Like, let's say I'm going to give you a couple of scenarios. For to protect yeah. your home, what, what do you prefer? Uh, I would say these days mm-hmm. you're probably going to be outgunned if because people who come to your house they come in numbers. So mm-hmm. what I'd say is um, I would have a pistol, mm-hmm. a rifle, and a shotgun, <laughs> okay. always ready to go at a minimal, at a minimal. A pistol, a rifle, and a shotgun. Okay, I saw yeah. a, a, a older uh, sister. Uh, some sorry ass young cat jumped out his car and, and robbed her on her. I saw that. That was horrendous. My mother used to carry uh rest in peace, mom. But my mother used to carry a 38. What would you recommend for uh, a woman protecting herself out in the public? Um, it depends on the size of the woman. You know what I mean? A lot of people ask this question, but what I say is, um, you, you want to plan your carry based on what the perceived threat could be. Okay. We all live in different parts of the nation and the threat could be very different. So at a minimum, mm-hmm. and you also want to want to carry what you're comfortable shooting. You know what I mean? And what you're comfortable based on what you're, what you're wearing, what's going to, what's going to make sense to what you're wearing. If it's wintertime, you got a lot of layers on. Okay. You can carry a bigger gun. Absolutely. If it's summertime, you know, you got to, I mean, for women, could you ask me a question about a woman? Mm-hmm. It really all depends. You know, where are they gonna where are they gonna put it? If they're wearing a skirt, where are they gonna put it? You know, what kind of holster do you have to go with that? Um, and I think for you know for I think I, that's a great point that you just made that you just made me think of. <clears throat> this is the entrepreneurial mind of me. You got to see it right here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> think about it. When it comes to fashion, when it comes to culture, when it comes mm-hmm. to our culture, we're so unique, right? Um, so. I can see, I just envisioned that female company out there that, that's creating a variety of different style holsters for a variety of different firearms, pistols. Yeah, and that's that's a moneymaker all day long. Absolutely is. Patent patent content. I'm wondering um, like for sundresses, like what would a woman wear? Right, sundresses. Yeah, you can you, you carry. It's gonna be strapped to your leg. The high thigh. You got a point there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Hey, so you got to go check out uh, Tactical Tangerine. You got um, Cute and Comfy. I think uh, I forgot her name is. Uh, she, she she's one of the, she's a young, twenty two year old girl, um, that has what is her name? Let me pull it up. She is a young girl who has a patent, and she is out there selling her products. That 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 is that is that is amazing. At twenty two. At twenty two, yeah. I, I, what is her name? First off, most cute and cute and cocky. Patent. I think it's cute and cocky. No idea what a patent is. Shout out to you. Like, yes, Kukin, uh, cute, cute and cocky holsters. That is her brand. Go check her out. Make sure you write that down, please, because you need to have her on here. Cute and cocky holsters. I absolutely did write that down. Oh, matter of fact, here she is, right here. Here she is. Uh, let me see if I can get this to focus. It probably won't focus because I'm right here. You know what? Wait, no. Those are some. It won't focus, but is those are some holders. It is on Instagram. Yeah, you can pull okay. it up. My bad. Yeah. I know my camera would be tripping on focusing. About the follower now. Uh, wait a minute. You know what? I forgot to put the holsters. Apparently, there's like a thousand uh, <laughs> cute and cocky. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Oh wow, she got a okay. Ah, it's a hashtag, but I couldn't find her. Is it cute, cocky firearm apparel? That's it. All right, bet. 
okay. Yeah, definitely. Please pull her site up. She's she's such an amazing person, man. I just pulled it up. Wow, that's uh, that's crazy. Like what I really I've seen um like uh like Twister. I think uh, he had like a uh, he was showing off like a Gucci holster, a mm. Louis holster. I want to see more of our holsters. You know, I need a red, black, and green holster. I need mm. a Malcolm X holster. I, I need a Garvey holster. You right, know, the whole nine. You know, I, absolutely. And, and I'm not knocking Gucci and Louis, and I, and and I think what Twister is doing for the gun community is phenomenal. Right. Oh yeah, Twist. Hey man, look. First of all, let's just pause for a minute, man. Uh, Twist, Twister, he's going to be that connecting factor between yeah. the hip-hop community and the farms community. Yeah. Um, the brother is out there. He has a gun camp, so big shout-out to the you know to the gun camp that he has. Um, he's at the forefront. He is at the absolute forefront, USCCA. Um, he's up there with, with all the big guys in the Tui community from Demolition Ranch, uh, which he met at, at uh, SHOT Show. Kentucky Ballistics. Um, he's making things happen. Uh, National African American Gun Association. I know they're reaching out to him. Big shout out to Phil Smith and Kia Glenn, uh, a regular gun guy. All those guys, man. So he's he's very well connected in this uh, community. Twist is, and he's making some big moves. Are, are there like uh, uh, national organizations for black gun owners? There is. There's the National African American Gun Association. Did not know that. Yes, sir. Definitely sign up. It's only $35 a year. Somewhere there. 35. Okay, that's not bad at all. I don't think, you know what? Um, what I've noticed in the last year um, is uh, just a preponderance of brothers and sisters uh, being more knowledgeable and being more open about carrying. I don't, you know, like my stepfather has been a gun enthusiast my whole life. Got guns mm-hmm. all throughout the house. But him and his generation, if you weren't of their lineage, you didn't know. Right. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't mm-hmm. go out and advertise, <clears throat> hey, we all need to be doing this. And that's what I find remarkable and so needed now is you, Black Rambo, Twister, the sister, and whoever else is out there, not only doing it, but letting other people know it can be done. Absolutely. And that's why I wanted to get you on the show. Um, is there, there'll be one or two people out there on the planet that had no clue that will have a clue after tonight and tell somebody else. And that's Absolutely. what we need to do more of. Is there anything that we could be doing better even now than you guys are doing? Um, I would say manufacturing. I want to see us in the, not only in the, the face of the, of the firearm side, I want to see us in the entrepreneurial side. Okay. Um, so that's why that's why I created my course, and that's why I want to create an incubate. I want to see us as, uh, like, like Cute and Kaki is doing, uh, manufacturing holsters. I want to see us getting patents on stuff. I want to see ammunition manufacturing. Um, I want to see uh, lower receiver firearms manufacturing. You know what I mean? Like CNC machining parts. Um, Got to get into that industry. Um yeah, yeah. I just, I just want to see us all across the industry uh, being being a great representation for the two-way community as a whole. And my bad, I'm not ignoring. Yeah, but, 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 but no, you're fine. You're fine. But carving out a niche for 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 legacies to be made in this industry. Exactly. That's what I want to see. Are there black bullet makers? Or I'm sorry, ammunition makers currently. Yeah, ammunition manufacturers. Um. Yes. You got Black Rambo. Shout out to him. First of all, he's the first person that I knew that had his own ammo. Although, you know, ammo incorporated, you know, a relationship with uh, Black Rambo. I think he's doing a phenomenal job um, inspiring. He's inspired me. So now myself and uh, Joel Banyan, my business partner. So we will be manufacturing ammunition very soon. Wow. Are you going to like all ammunition or are you just going to start out with a certain uh, certain weapon? Uh, we'll probably start off with the most popular, which is nine millimeter, nine millimeter, and uh, five five six. Okay, but we're not, you know, but we have to, you know, but you know, it's going to take time based on what's going on in the market before we can have our own, um, our own branded, you know, crumpled uh, casings. So that'll come in time. But I think just getting out there and uh, and actually 
you know, providing a very quality product. That's that's the focus. So you have like what's the, like if I want to make a bullet, not not just for me, but I, I want to manufacture bullets. Like what's the process? What do I have to do? Well, first you got to get the license. You got to be a type uh, 06 or 07, uh, FFL type 06 or 07 um, license. And, uh, and my course can help you get that uh, one more time. That's uh, FFL-elite.com. Um, and once you do that, you can do it legally. Anybody can manufacture ammunition, but in order to sell it, you need the proper licensing. Okay. And for your course, do I have to physically come to you? No, it is all virtual and uh, it's 100% voice narrated. Okay. That's pretty dope. And how long is it? Uh, that's a good question. I think it, it'll take you somewhere between eight and 12 hours, depending upon you know, how consistent you are. It's a lot of content, a lot of content. Uh, I go over the most important part is the policies, ATF policies, so you can know what you can yourself into. Okay. So I, I kind of lead, lead with that. So do you get like, um, being that you into the manufacturing aspect, are you getting like, like, like the cops wanting to buy shit from you? Um, so right now, um, we're, we're, we're not, so, I'm I'm a I'm a long term thinker, you know. what I'm saying a strategist is for long term. So right now, my focus is wholeheartedly on the course, the FFL course, and um, that's 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 open to the public right now and available for sale. Which we have over 320 students in the course right now. Mm-hmm. Um, many of those who have already gotten their license in multiple states. Um, but right now, my focus as far as the farm sales, I try not to get into too much what I'm doing. But you asked a good question, so I'm building a platform where the FFL dealers can. Um, can, can launch their sites and I'm building my site as well. It's going to be hosted mm-hmm. in the cloud. Um, it's going to be like your Shopify. When, when, you, when, you, when you want a website, you go to mm-hmm. Shopify and Shopify. So, you know, you get your template and you mold your business. Mm-hmm. I'm doing the same thing for FFLs. Once they come through the course, they'll be able to get their site, have access to all the different distributors, APIs. They'll be able to drop ship to other FFL dealers. Um, shipping is all baked in. So I'm in the process of building that right now with a, with some other IT professionals. Should we be selling guns at gun shows? Absolutely. Why not? That's the purpose of them. Uh, well, because you can don't don't, don't get don't get caught up in the media with the gun show loophole stuff. Okay. Don't get don't get caught up in the media. Yes, we should be able to do so. There's there are legal parameters to be able to sell guns at the gun shows, um, and while while still maintaining, um, um, you know, proper regular you know regulatory actions via the ATF guidance. So, okay. yes. All right. And the reason I ask is because some years ago, somebody approached me um, that was not from my community, but wanted me to assist them to sell guns. I'm like, to people that shouldn't have guns. And Are you serious? I, yeah, I was I'm absolutely tell me, Tell me more about that. I'm curious. I was extremely offended mm. because you had no issue. You weren't doing this in your neighborhood. But you, you had no problem trying to supply people in my neighborhood with, with firearms that they shouldn't have. And we kind of, you know, that was that was one of one of many problems that we had, uh, you know, bef- you know, before that we were cool. At that point, when I realized what he was trying to do, uh, I, I, yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna go too much further into it. But I, I that was it, how he was acquiring them. He could legally do so, but he could do it in numbers that were ludicrous. You should mm. like you shouldn't be able to go buy, you know, go to some show and buy a hundred of these guns. It's the same gun. Do wow. you, you know, like like at who at, at what point does somebody say, okay, well, this this cat is not really going hunting, or this isn't for you know just personal use. You don't need a hundred AKs, bro. Like is. Is there some regulation that says you can't buy so many of a particular gun or can you buy what you can afford? Um, I, I think it's actually, uh, it depends on the state. Some states have red flags laws, some don't. Mm-hmm. So it, it depends on where you live. Okay. And let's say, let's say I wanted you to go to three different states and give your class in person. Would you be able? Could I? Could I? Could I do that? Fly you out to let's say Detroit, Chicago, and Texas because I want my people to get taught by the best. Would you be able to do that? Fly me out to different states to do training, mm-hmm. or to sell firearms. Do training. Oh, training! Yeah, absolutely. 
You know, I mean, it depends. Yeah, it depends on the training that's, that's been conducted. You know, I don't, I don't, me personally, I don't focus on the training. I focus mm-hmm. on the FFL side mm-hmm. um, because there's different lanes. You know, if mm-hmm. if you were one way, there's different lanes in this uh, in a, in a two way community. You have the trainers. Okay. Uh, there's a big training community, massive training community with a lot of very people. You know, a lot of good people who specialize in training. Okay. So I try to leave that to them. So people that I train, I kind of, you know, I am certified to be, I'm, I'm an NRA, NRA certified trainer as far as uh, USCCA, rain safety officer and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but that's not my focus. I do it. I do it for my edification and my knowledge and also for I can train the the people that I come in close, close contact with. And when they actually come to a shoot with me, mm-hmm. I can look at them and know, you know, that they know their way around a firearm whether it's pistol, rifle, or whatever. So I, I, I get my training for me and those close to me because I can't, you know, it's just not my interest on the training side. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I focus on the, I'll focus on the FFL. I kind of created my own lane because I don't know anybody else out there who doing this. So I wanted to make sure that I'm not just in the fray with everybody else doing the training, um, you know, jockeying for a position, which, you know, all of it is necessary. You know what I mean? But you you, you have the the, you know, the top trainers like the Prevectus group. He's one of the best. He's another um, African American guy down in Georgia, one of mm-hmm. the best trainers. You need to you need to talk to him. That's somebody else you need to reach out to. Excellent person when it comes to that to the training. Um, but I, I I focus in my lane. You know, I, I kind of just stay over here and uh and focus on building platforms. And I enjoy the back end side. To be honest, I don't even like to be in front of the camera for the most part. I like to be behind the scenes trying to build things that, that make sense and solve problems. And, you know, I like to focus on the problems that need to be solved. I mean, you know what? You do what you love. And if you're doing what yeah. you love, then you're not working. There you go. There you go. You know, so that's dope. And, and it's much needed. How how long does it take you to break down a handgun? And matter, matter of fact, let me back up. How often should you um, perform maintenance on your weapon? I would say, you know, um, shoot it often. Make sure you're running properly. I, I just, uh, funny you asked me, I just came from a gun, gun shop today. And uh, I have I deal with a company locally, and they do a lot of work on, on the stuff that I'm, some of the guns that I work on, they're tuning up some stuff, fixing some stuff, making some recommendations, um, planning new projects. And um, I would say, you know, clean them, you know, very often. I'm not saying you have to clean it every time you go to the range, but clean your weapon very often, you know. So if you want it to fire properly, you want it to be as accurate as you want it to be. Um, so that, and, and in doing so, it comes with breaking down your firearm. I don't do it for speed. I just do it for, I mean, unless I'm going to, I'm, I'm out there using it. I'm going to need to feel strip it and, and fix something and, and put it back in action. Um, then you want to be concerned about speed. That's one of the things you might want to train for if you're, you know, but I'm not, in, I'm not in the military anymore. So, and I wasn't one of a frontline shooter. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. I wasn't one of those guys on the front line. So I, I don't think I, I necessarily need to do that, but. Um, it's 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 always good to train for what you think you're gonna face. Is there a gun out there where you would universally say don't buy that shit? It's trash. I wouldn't want to down any company, um, but publicly. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but you know, actually, to be honest with you, there's there's a there's a there's a company that everybody beats up on. Mm-hmm. I reached out to them. I told them what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent me an invoice. Um. Uh, grateful for the depreciated price and um we're probably going to do a project with that company just to show people that yeah you guys talk a lot about this gun but we're about to make it popular again we're about to get we're about to do something pretty cool with this gun um so is it the ego thing or a price point thing it's i think it's uh quality uh-huh. and um the aesthetics need to look somewhat decent we're, we're visual guy you know we're visual right it's an ugly gun it's an ugly gun, but we're gonna make it fun. Uh, ugly fun. We have some. We have some nasty ugly fun. Like that doesn't seem like. I I just don't see where that would be that important to people. Like I I want I want a pretty gun. Like I'm trying to you know defend myself and put somebody down. What state do you live in? Out of curiosity. I, I live in Ohio. Okay. All right. So you live in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And a pretty gun. I mean, how many firearms do you own? Out of curiosity. None, not a one. There you go. When you get into it, you understand. I understand. Okay, I got you. You understand. You get into it. I'm not gonna publicly tell anybody anyway. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. I had to flip that question on you for a minute because uh, I'm telling you, when you when you get that pretty thing, pull that desert eagle back up there. You you go see that thing. Mm-hmm. Tell me that. Tell me that thing ain't pretty. Okay. Yeah. That, I mean, I'm, you talking about this one right here, right? That's the five seven. But move when that when, when that one move out of the way, and you see that pretty desert eagle with that gold. With that gold barrel back there, I, look I, at that I thing. Like, I like the five seven to be quite. Uh, oh yeah, that five seven is nasty, man. It's a pretty. That's a very popular yeah. gun. You know how much that gun costs? I, I don't know. I, I think right know. now you probably can get them for somewhere between eighteen, somewhere between. Uh, how much they going for right now? I would say, to be honest with you, probably about a good twelve, thirteen, maybe fifteen. What's, what, what's the, the most the expensive going. gun out there? Man, I mean, I it's not know. like a Gucci <laughs> gun or some shit like that. You know. Yeah. Like, I don't know the most expensive gun, but what I, t- I can tell you, the most expensive gun that I've owned mm-hmm. is a M107A1 Barrett 50 BMG. That cost me, uh, that is a $12,000, gun before you put an optic, before you put a silencer or anything else or accessory on there. That's a very expensive gun. Thirteen, what? Yeah, $13,000 gun. And I sold it. after It was a used. I sold it for 13000 I got a picture okay, of the chick. What, <laughs> what type of gun is that, though? That's a that's a that's a, a sniper rifle. Okay. So that's 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 a really long one that you how, how you shooting like a mile away. Yeah, you can hit you can hit up to five hundred thousand yards. Wow! How long does it take you to pr- like when you see the movies? Like you, I forget, like the sniper movie. You see. Yeah. Bob Lee Swagger. You, you, you ever seen that? You got to watch that, man. That's an excellent movie, man. I forgot what it, what's the name of it. It's called... Uh, uh, what's the name of that thing? It's called um, Shooter. Shooter or something like that. Act with, uh, 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 what's, the, what's the white cat name? Uh, uh, I think I have seen that. He was out in the woods by himself. and I think that's the, I think that's the one. Either way, though. Like when they... When they how long do, do you have to train to be accurate enough to shoot that far? Or is it just God's gift to you? No, it takes training. It, need, it takes training, man. I'm, you know, I've never shot that far, to be honest with you. Uh, I would love to one day. That is a goal. But, man, that's it takes some training. It's more than just pulling the trigger, pointing, aiming, and squeezing. There's I don't some know mathematics. If I that responsibility. There's some mathematics that goes into that. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, you want to train, you are trained in an area that is, you know, that is, that is consistent with what you're doing, training, you know, where nobody's downrange and their life's in, in danger. But um, yeah, yeah, it takes training. It takes a lot of training. I would I love mean, to do a sniper course one day. I just don't know, like, uh, you know, when you watch the movies, the shit looks dope. But when, when the practical matter of it is that you're sitting there for hours on hours on hours to shoot one person. And you may only get one shot. Yeah. And it, it's so depersonalized that I don't, I don't, you know, killing somebody is a personal situation that if you can't handle killing somebody, you shouldn't be killing somebody. And when you sniper rifle, it's like, you don't, you take, you're taking the personal out of it. I know it don't make sense in a way, but to me, it makes sense. It's just like you, you kind of should have to see the result of your actions. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for you to, not, I don't know. Like I wouldn't, if certain things in the military, I wouldn't do. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't fly a drone. That's just not me. Not knocking anybody that does fly a drone. Not, uh, well, What's wrong with a drone? That, have you ever flown a drone before? Not, not one that's going to actually harm someone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you should go fly a drone. I think you should do some of the stuff before you say you want to do it. Well, I wouldn't want to harm anyone. Like if I'm going to have, if I have to harm someone, I need to hold on to that. Right. So I don't, I don't know if I could just randomly fly something over. Go ahead. Um. You know, what if that person is a bomb maker? And you've seen them, or you found their fingerprint on um, unexploded ordnance, and you tracked it back on a number of occasions to that one individual or to that group of individuals. Mm-hmm. And now you have to make a decision: 
you know, you know their bedtime. You know, you, you know what times. You know what I'm saying. Their downtimes. Yeah. You got their, you got their route. You got their path. You know what they're, they're, they're doing on a day to day basis. And now you know he's at that location, and you the have an opportunity. That you're preventing is way yes. greater than what you're doing to that individual. You just said it. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I do. You know, jeez. Uh, yeah. I would not like, you know, if I knew something was going to happen to, like, I'm from Detroit. Um, if I knew something was going to happen to Detroit and I could drone the guy that was going to be responsible for it, and I knew for a fact this guy was going to do it, yeah, I wouldn't have a choice. I got I kids that live there. So I get what you're saying. It, 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 that's a tough one, bro. It's not as tough as you think it is. You just haven't been in that predicament to to make that decision. I mean, if you're if you're in, you know, if you're downrange and and you, you know, you see convoys being hit, you know, mm-hmm. on a, very frequently IDs. So now, like I said before, in the same scenario, yeah, you come across somebody who who's, you know, associated who may be pro- providing <laughs> monetary resources or whatever yeah. to those individuals who are placing those. You, you got to make a decision. Yeah, you got to be. I'm, I'm, I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. I'm not telling you what's fiction. What's fictional. I'm telling you what I. What I've seen. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm, you know, and I'm not. I'm not going to sit up here and try to get on my moral high horse because I know that morality is out the window in some scenarios. You got to do what the fuck you got to do, and given those circumstances, I, you know, you're right. I'm, I've never been in that circumstance, but I know me. And if I was put in that particular scenario, yeah, man, I, you, you gone. I just deal with this shit later. Right. Yeah. So, um, you have a military background? No. I would say no. Right. No. no. Right. So, yeah. If, like I said, man, the perspective is everything. Is a funny thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if had I not had the experiences that I had, I probably would say the same thing as you. But you know, when you're traveling, you've seen a few things, you've read a few things, and you've, you've, man, you know, how many drone strikes I've seen? How many? Report, you know, man, videos that have come across my desk. Wow, <laughs> man, look, that's all I'm gonna say. I, I, I've, 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 no, I'm, I'm not saying this to sound cool at all. I've, I've seen it, I've processed them, I did it. Not, not, I don't fly drones, but I'm just saying I've. I get what you're saying. Relative to the organ, whatever, relative to, to, to the what I was working on. I'm you just telling probably, you. And then people that are actually flying the drones, they probably don't show them the damage. No, the they damage, probably, the damage, the damage. Look, no, the damage. You can see it. Really, man. It's. it's I'm telling you, man. I, I don't want to get into much into that. That's not what we're here for. But I'm just gonna yeah. tell you like this. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> it's very interesting. It's very. It's very interesting to see. My my bad. Um, is there any? Other and the funny advice? thing is the ones who's the funny thing is the ones who survive. You're like, man, man, he's a five Oh wow. He'll play dead and jump up and run after the fact when you think it's gone. Man, I've seen some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's, oh, really? You see, man, look. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it right there. Oh my god, man, yeah, man. I'm, uh, <laughs> it's funny. I don't up. think about this stuff, man. Until, until you know, somebody say something and bring it up. I don't even think about this stuff. It's crazy. I can understand that. You know, I do. You know, like I got a cousin. He was in, he was in the Marines for 30 years. You know, doesn't talk about it much. Yeah. You know, um, man. But yo, I ever get the opportunity to pick your brain personally, I'm absolutely going to do that. Um, is there any advice that you you want to offer to people out there um, in in the public about firearms in any shape, fashion, or form before we wrap it up? Absolutely, man. So it's, it's coming about time to wrap it up. Um, what I'd say is is the same advice I just gave you. Before you turn something down, um, try it. Try it first. You know, I'm not. So what I say is, is for everyone out there, go get farms training, get, get a, even if you own one or not, even if you are, you know, live in a place where you can't have, or can't have concealed, whatever, mm-hmm. get training, get training, get training, get training. Okay. And, and encourage everybody around you to get training. Yeah. Don't just go, don't be one of those people to just go buy a firearm with no training. Yeah. Get the training, get a safe. Pass that law here too. Pretty much anybody with a pulse over, I think, 18 can buy a gun here. Yeah. Find a local trainer. USCCA.com. You can find a local trainer. And Do you trainer... recommend black folks joining the NRA? 
uh, I I don't have a problem with it. Okay. Because you can't stand on the outside and throw rocks at the, you know what I'm saying? Throw rocks at the house. Okay. You, if you want to make change, you got to go in and make change. I feel that. And if we go in in droves, guess what? They definitely going to change some shit. Yeah, I mean, if we go in 30, 40,000, 50,000 deep, guess what? You have a voice. Yeah. If it's just one or two of you complaining on the outside, they don't care. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so. man. Um, this has been definitely uh, a whole lot of information to unwrap for myself. I want to say thank you, bro. I truly, Dude. truly, truly appreciate your time, your energy, and your wisdom. Absolutely. It's a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me on. Oh, man. Come on, bro. Anytime you want to come back. And if there's anybody out there outside of cute and cocky hosters that you recommend that I talk to, please inbox me. Let me know. I'm going to inbox you my, my number. Um, If you ever need anything from me, bro, I got you. This was definitely eye-opening and, and much needed for myself. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Like Likewise, man. Thank you for the hospitality. Oh, uh, thank you for all all the excellent questions. You actually asked really good questions, man. Cheers, cheers. I mean, oh. put that wine up. Cheers. Oh well, thank you. You know, I I don't want to look too stupid. <laughs> no, you asked really good questions. All right, I appreciate that, man. Um, and on that note, man, we out. We are out. Let's go.